You've clicked on three more in three minutes. I'm Simon Zanopoulos. I'll be joined by Adam Blenko as we look ahead at this weekend's racing. Three quick fire, Adam. Who is the highest rated horse racing in the world this weekend? It's offshore this week. We've had a lot of weeks where it's been Australia with the, the carnival obviously humming along in well Melbourne and Sydney. Um, but Saturday night is the Dubai World Cup and the World Cup carnival, if you like. And... Um, Life is good. Six from seven in, in America won the Pegasus at Gulfstream last time and, and goes to the Dubai World Cup, rated well over 130. So um, he is a proper US dirt monster and the highest rated horse racing at the meeting. He's got to get the the longer trip. I think I've seen a few shrewdies suggest that's no no given and, and Hot Rod Charlie's got a big bank of ratings in, in the US and has already had a, a run and a win in Dubai. So... He looks to have a, a nice little profile there, Hot Rod Charlie, to keep him very honest. So if he doesn't get the trip, um, there's horses there good enough to to catch him out on it. But um, he is the highest rated horse going around anywhere on planet Earth this weekend. It'll be a good meeting, actually. There's the, the Gold Cup will have Melbourne Cup pointers in it. It's a horse called Bonobo who runs for, for Charlie, who's a very likely type. And um, the sprint's a cracker this year as well with the Blue Jackets taking on Sueza from France, who I reckon is a... Really, really good one when she gets it right and when things fall for her. And 1,200 there looks to me like it might. So, um, yeah, we might have a look at some more of those races tomorrow. But life is good. It's the best horse going around anywhere this weekend. Now we roll on to Category 2, the Bizarro. Who is the Bizarro in the market horse at Rose Hill on Saturday? I think it comes up in the Tullock Stakes with the Waller Train sword point. He's come up favourite. Really good win at two back, and then they freshened him up. They took him to Canterbury, heavy nine, 15.50. It's a bridging run for this, looking back now. But at the same point, he shouldn't be favourite. There's horses in here with legitimate form that is well ahead of what Sword Point's produced to this point. He races on speed. He's going to get a nice run. I understand that, J-Mac on. But on form, couldn't possibly mark him favourite in that. Well, J-Mac's a big negative these days as well. So, Riding poorly for him. For him. Yes. For him, yes, we must stipulate for him. Yeah, that'll change. But yeah, no. I, having only had a cursory glance at that, I um, I dispute nothing that you've just said. And the Dunno. Inter- what do you make of this? What do you make of this? And it is Fangirl in the Vinery. Mm. I said to you when we were, you said, "What are we going to make the Dunno?" You could price her anywhere from evens to twenties. Where <laughs> Where do you think you might land? Yeah, <laughs> Dunno, Dunno. The computer spatter out three eighty. And if you go over that Farlap Stakes closely, I don't think she could have done much more. She ran the best last 800 of the race. The four best last 200 metre splits of the day came in that race. One, two, three, four. So Sounds suspicious. Sounds suspicious. It wasn't a real race. This has always been the, I would say, the main grand final for her when she won the mile at Flemington. Heavy tracks, a little niggle. But I wouldn't laugh at anyone who marked the favourite and I wouldn't laugh at anyone who marked the $10. Well, I'm saying 20s. <laughs> it's official. We don't know. And I we'll, don't know. And we'll go more in-depth of those three categories tomorrow in the preview podcast. Cheers, guys.